You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today uh, some people asked me some questions, and I want to try to answer that. This one's interesting. Stretching between sets, but the stretching between sets question did not come about performance because I think we've talked about that before. And we've basically shown that there's no difference if you stretch between sets or that that static stretching does not decrease performance unless you hold that static stretch for around 60 seconds or more. Uh, and so there, there at one point was some discrepancy in the research because there were some things that did show a decrease in performance, but now we kind of see that there's not. That's not. The body of evidence is showing something different. But the question about stretching this time was, well, if it doesn't affect performance, then what about hypertrophy? And I like this one because we've been doing kind of a series. We've done three weeks in a row a um, a hypertrophy-based lesson. So there's an increase in size of skeletal muscle. So what about hypertrophy and stretching between sets? So in 2019, there was a published study in the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research by Evangelista et al. And this is what it said. So it, I, I like this study and it was comprised of, they did eight weeks of strength training and there was two groups. There were the traditional strength training group and there were the stretching in between sets group. And so they want to find some muscular adaptations and see what that looked like. How does that affect your one rep max? And what does that look like for muscle size and muscle thickness? Hypertrophy. So uh, this is what they did. They had 29 sedentary, healthy individuals. They're randomly assigned to the traditional strength training group, or they were in the stretching between sets group. And there, so there were 17 of the traditional and then 12 put into the stretch between groups. Now, Here's what they did. Each group performed six strength training exercises and encompassed the whole body. And there was bench press, elbow extension, seated row, bicep curls, knee extensions, and elbow flexions. Four sets, eight to 12 repetitions, uh, and leading into that repetition max. So trying to find a fatigable area between eight and 12 repetitions. And they had 90 seconds to recover between each set. But one set, all they did was relax, and the other group of people stretched. They did isometric stretching. It was a static stretch. It was a passive static, not an active stretch, pulling into and out of a stretch actively. It was a passive stretch against something, and it was taken to the maximal amplitude, as they refer to in this, and it was held for 30 seconds. So of the 90 seconds, 30 seconds was spent holding a passive static stretch. And then both groups, they performed the training sessions again. I mean, they performed the next set, stretch between, performed the next set, onto the next exercise, and they did that for all of those exercises. Both groups did twice a week in their training sessions, and they were non-consecutive days. 
here we go. They measured muscle strength, so the one rep max and hypertrophy, and they used um, uh, an ultrasound to measure that pre and post. So before the eight weeks started and then after the eight weeks are over, and this is what they found. Y'all ready for this? Mm -mm -mm -mm. All right, here we go. Both groups increased the one rep max bench press, but the stretching group increased that bench press 23.4% and the traditional strength training group 22.2%. All right. One rep max knee extension. Stretching group 25.5%. Traditional group 20.8%. So interesting. So of the, the tests that they were being done for one rep max, the stretching group did better over the end of the eight-week period than did the traditional strength training group with the 90 seconds between. Now, let's look at muscle thickness. Both groups increased their muscle th thickness, but when it came to the biceps brachii, uh, there was an increase in size for the stretching group, 7.2, and for the traditional group, 4.7. It's a big difference. Tricep group, stretching, 12.3% increase. Non-stretching group, 7% increase. Rectus fem, stretching group, 12.4% increase. Non-stretching group, 9.1. Vastus lateralis, stretching group. And this is vastus lateralis, and it was measured at two different places. The one place, 17% increase. Uh, when stretching, the stretching group, the non-stretching group, 73 the second location that was measured for the VL and the rectus uh, and the and the thighs, the stretching group a 10%, 10.5% increase. The traditional group 6.7. I man, I don't know about you, but this looks like stretching in between sets seems to be very beneficial, not just for muscle thickness but also for your one rep max. So that stretching between sets seems to be pretty significant. Well, here's what we can't do. We can't take this information and be like, yo, I found this study and it says this, because here's not a lot of studies done on this. And um, until the body of research increases and we get more data, we don't know for sure. So we need this test to be redone. This is the great thing about um, testing protocols, uh, research protocols, is that researchers basically have to tell you every single thing they did so other researchers can go and do it and see if they get the same answer. That, that's the whole thing. Like They're giving the way the answers to the test. This is how it's done. This is what you do. But the reason they do that is so that other researchers, if they are studying this, they go, oh, let me see. Yeah, I'll do the same thing or a similar thing and see if I get the same similar or conflicting results. So they give you all the things that they did and that you can follow it. Well, here's the thing. Uh, it seems like the stretching group did better than the traditional group when it comes to hypertrophy and even uh, max strength. But the with the more studies that need to be done, comparing these two things on the effect of skeletal muscles, we're not there yet on providing an answer. However, this is what they said. Finding supports that adding stretching in between sets 
does not compromise, quote, does not compromise adaptations during the early phases of training. That's also to be cleared too, right? So this is early phases of training for individuals who are untrained. So it may look different for trained individuals. So we can't just say because it was done like this with this group or population, it will be the same for every group and every population, but this is what we're looking at. So for untrained, if you've got clients and you want to stretch in between sets, an indicator here is, first of all, we know that it does not seem that there are going to be any issues with it. There will not be any decreases in performance or decreases in muscle size, but based on this study also, there may be increases and it may be better. Jury's still out. We will find out later as we start to amass more information on this particular topic. But I found it interesting enough to share with you. So thank you so much for sharing your questions, for reaching out to me. If you want to continue to ask questions and find out more uh, about what's going on and what you want to know about, you can reach out to me directly. You can email me at rick.richie at nasn.org, or you can DM me on Instagram at dr.rickritchie. I'm happy to help. Thanks so much. Like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family, and keep inspiring people to fitness. Thanks for listening. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast.